Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from sunny Southern California, Feels Like Friday Films and Radio Nowhere are proud to present Did You See This? with your host with the most, Paul. Hey, that's me. Coming to you now through the magic of filmic and digital science. And now, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. As always, my name is Paul, and I'm here to take you through the weirdest thing that I've seen this week. And honestly, this is an episode that I've had stewing for a little while. This is a very special episode where we would normally be talking about a movie or maybe a TV show or, you know, something where I would recommend it to you because I think it's something that's worth seeing or otherwise overlooked. Today, I want to talk to you about a guilty pleasure of mine. So during the summer, you may have noticed that a lot of the major network uh, television stations are putting out game shows that they seem to have reheated the way you would reheat, a, you know, a freezer burned TV dinner um, when you were 13 years old and your parents were out doing who knows what and you were home alone. Um, and that's 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 sort of where we're going to draw inspiration from today, because today I want to talk to you about what has to be the single strangest television show uh, currently on air, and that is the Celebrity Dating Game on ABC. Um, so join me as we take a little bit of a detour from our normal pattern of events and talk about uh, a show that I don't understand why it's even on television. Okay, listeners, let's not sugarcoat here. This show comes down to who's hosting it in terms of how it's put together. And I got to tell you, this is the strangest pair of hosts that I could imagine. On the one hand, you've got Zoe Deschanel, who, you know, t talented uh, singer, pretty good actress, you know, fairly well known, good name recognition, absolutely cannot improvise to save her life. Um, and I feel like if you're going to have a game show, your game show host needs to be quick on their feet and needs to be able to come up with lines. And unfortunately, as you watch more and more episodes of this, uh, you start to see a pattern of just no sense of humor in the writing and a complete dispassion for the whole proceeding. And tied into that, they've paired her with Michael Bolton, who seems to just resent even being there the entire time. They attempt to quip with each other, but he's staring daggers at her the whole time. And the effect comes across as though essentially he had been hired to originally do this show. And then somebody said, well, he's not fresh or new or young enough. Let's get Zoe Deschanel to come in and help. And it seems like he's just either drunk or angry the entire time. And it makes for a very uncomfortable uh, chemistry between your hosts. It's so strange. To see this and to see it for so many episodes because we're seven, maybe eight episodes into the season now. Uh, um, and it, it has not gotten better. I don't know what's going on in the writing room there. Um, but somehow this show is getting money, which just it, it boggles the mind. Who is watching this? It's insane. Now, of course, if you're familiar with the dating show, you know that this is a show where you bring on a bachelor or bachelorette and then you have contestants attempt to win a free date with this person, who in this case is a celebrity, uh, through a series of questions without seeing each other. The format's not changed there. There's nothing special about the format other than that there are all of these uh, celebrities. 
And unfortunately, it, it makes it so awkward because you can see where the people are either, you know, with some of the celebrities, first of all, it's a stretch, okay, whether they're a celebrity or not. But oftentimes what you'll find is that the people, the contestants on the show who are coming on to try to win the state with the celebrity either don't know who the celebrity is because that celebrity is not really famous enough to be known or uh, it's so painfully obvious who this person is and they are not attracted to them that it becomes a game of one-upsmanship to see who can give the craziest answer to try to not end up on a date with this celebrity. It's just a very, very strange reboot of a show and I cannot believe that it's been on for this long. Uh, The last episode I watched, episode seven, had Chris Kattan on as an dating contestant. And Catan looks old, man. Catan looks like he can't turn his head without turning his shoulders. And it was so uncomfortable because he had zero chemistry with anyone. And literally, he had more chemistry with Michael Bolton than he did with any of the potential suitors. Um, it's just such a strange show. It's not good. Like, I'm not recommending you watch this looking for entertainment. But if you've ever wanted to, like, watch something that is a fascinating train wreck that you're going to spend all of your time cringing at how bad it is and finding humor and how poorly the show is made. Um, this is the ticket for you. So that's it folks. I mean, if you've got nothing else to do, go ahead and invent a drinking game for this one or something. Uh, but yeah, celebrity, celebrity, you know, dating game on ABC. I don't know what they're thinking either, but apparently come June through August, it's 1974 on ABC again. Folks, today's pitch is going to come to us from a story that I found at the Huffington Post. This is from back in June, and the title of the story is Urine-Saturated Home, dubbed Little Slice of Hell, listed for $590,000. This is a story about how a a realtor in Colorado is selling a a just completely devastated five-bedroom, four-bathroom home that uh, has been spray painted all over the place and has, you know, gross stuff on the walls and spray paint has really just been destroyed. And what stuck out to me about this is that they're still selling this house for close to $600,000. Now, listeners to our main podcast, Did You Hear This? Know that I I have a little bit of a political streak to how I view the world. And tied up in that is also the idea of like, dude, the housing market for people um, who are in their 30s and younger at this point is just devastating. It's a bad place to be and it's only getting worse. And so I think there's a story to be told here about uh what if you inherited this house that had, you know, essentially been squatted in and had been spray painted and destroyed or whatever. Maybe there was a band there before or maybe it, I I don't know what the situation is, but you inherit this house and it's completely destroyed um and you 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 know, maybe your main character is moving back from the city. Um, or something happens where they have to move into this house and they can't sell it um, because what it's worth is not what it's actually worth with all this writing and stuff on the walls. And maybe it becomes almost like a like an Everwood type TV show uh, where the city person comes in and has to try to fix up this house. And along the way, they have like a live, laugh, love transformation over themselves. Uh, and it helps them get back on track. Maybe like a Stella, how Stella got her groove back mixed with like punk rock. Um, uh, so that's the that's the pitch this week. Um, if you're in Colorado and you want a house with just expletives spray painted all over the place, maybe see if this place is still listed. Um, <laughs> it's, I'll put a, I'll put a email me at digit, did you hear this at gmail.com 
and I'll give you more details about where you could try to find this house. Um, but that's it. Get on it, Hollywood. Did You See This is a co-production of Feels Like Friday Films and Radio Nowhere. Produced by Paul and Mary Renee Wonderbird. From all of us here, have a better tomorrow.